Well, we should get started um, because I have to go right at 4.30. Okay. Um, or like I have like a minute or two of wiggle time, but that's it. Well, wiggle. if we, if we, do you think we could cut into your wiggle time? Do you think you could well, do your wiggling on your own time? I don't know. Wiggling is very important to me. Ah, oh, God, man. Self-care is, is not something you can dispense with. I think I just work it into my budget and into my lifestyle. And I just prioritize wiggling. Mm, you, this degenerate lifestyle of yours, <laughs> this wiggle focused <laughs> scheduling. Um, this is extremely silly. Uh, do you have your sound samples? Uploaded. God damn it. I knew I was forgetting <laughs> something. Hello and welcome to Think Outside the Box at the Internet's only hot take machine. I'm Nathan Hunt. And I'm Cameron DeWitt. This is season 18. 18. We're talking about the albums of john mayer in chronological order does that mean this podcast is old enough to fuck do you think Are, have we reached the age of consent now that's a really fraught <laughs> a really fraught thing to say and i don't know how to respond to that but you said I think this podcast can at least legally get porn oh okay and we can legally get uh technically have the ability to get drafted and sent off to a foreign country to die for oil yeah we it was really traumatic a couple of weeks ago when we had to sign up for selective service. Um, God, that is so. I can't as a podcast, it. still it's a military podcast. <laughs> it's a military. Ted I Hunt. couldn't believe it either when I had to do that. It's fucking wild. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know who else had to register bad. for selective service? John Mayer. That's what we call I, a segue. I can only bringing it back on track. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that only because uh, all. AMAB people in this country have to do that. And as far as I know, John Mayer was born in this country. Um, and that's what I believe until I see a long form birth certificate of some sort. <laughs> I'm a John Mayer truther. I insist that he was born American in the US. until proven otherwise. Yeah, that's what I assume about everyone on the, on the planet. Well, every child is born American. Yeah. <laughs> Original Americanism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a little bit of America in all of us, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, yeah, so this is his album, Born and Raised, from 2012. It's our first glimpse at a post-fuck-up, uh, major, major public fuck-up John uh, Mayer. Yeah. This is the one he releases after his disastrous 2010 interviews where he drops the N-word and talks about his David Duke cock. <laughs> Yeah, uh, for more on that, you know, I would recommend listening to episode one of this season first. If you haven't done that already, we go into great detail. Great detail about, about his talk. John's feelings about his own penis. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, this I think this album is like very tame. I think mm-hmm. just because it's like let's let's take it easy. Let's, let's not say anything too wild. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's sad, sadder on this album. And I like that. I like him better yeah. when he's sadder. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to cry. I want him to cry. Uh, I want him to confront the, his own bleak existence. Uh, like babe pig in the city. Now, why would you bring that up? Nathan? Now, Cameron, the reason I would bring that up is, uh, we, we have this weekly mini show called what's in the box weekly. It's one of our bonus materials that we give for supporters and uh, this week I talked about Babe Pig in the City, which is a fantastic movie, which is incredibly existentially bleak. 
And uh, people- well, I talked about Birds of Prey, and it's uh, in in that same episode. And it's not an incredible movie, but it was pretty fun, at yeah. least to watch on a plane. So yeah. there you go. So check out uh, support.boxset.website uh, to learn more oh. about our bonus materials. And we got we got a new supporter. We right? got a new supporter, Emma <laughs> D. Thanks, Emma. Emma D. Emma D. Emma D's people rock. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Cameron's literally covering, covering their face. <laughs> that was like that scene where like they're trying to pull up in an in an aircraft so they don't like run into a cliff. And, and you, then like, I just run into the cliff. bottom. <laughs> there was an impact, but we made it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we didn't all die yet. Um Anyway, so born and raised, John Mayer. The whole idea—it's—it's it's kind of a concept album, and the concept is, hey, let's rip off Neil Young. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean the uh, <laughs> including the album art, the art, the artwork certainly seems that way. Which which album does this look like? Um, Harvest, I believe. There's okay. there's a couple that it looks like. Um, it's a pretty it's a pretty fantastic album. It's probably his best album art, I would say. Uh yeah, I think I like it. It's it's very extra, but it's yeah. it's well done. It's very bombastic and tacky in a way that mm-hmm. I like. Yeah. I think the album art is more interesting than this album. Yes. And I don't know how Neil Youngie I would say this album is. Young Neil Youngian. <laughs> Neil Youngian. That's funny. I like that. <laughs> that's how, that's what they call it. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, it's it's vaguely country the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's got a little country, country fried uh influence on it uh it's it's very acoustic um there's a lot of acoustic guitar um there's not as much electric guitar there's a um, there's a decent amount of 12 string guitar in it at least mm-hmm. a couple tracks mm-hmm. yeah. uh more finger picking than i think we've heard from john Mayer before john Mayer likes his flat picks he likes he, he likes he likes them flat the picks i mean and uh i don't know if he was wearing metal picks for this or if he was just it sounded like just raw plain fingers yeah just raw document (laughs) unprotected finger style guitar oh yikes unprotected fingering oh my god why do people listen to this show i don't Um, know i don't know (laughs) are they still are they yeah um yeah let's see anything else general thoughts about this album i only took like four sound samples because nothing was particularly remarkable there's like a cool saxophone intro at one point that i liked a lot mm-hmm. other than that it's you know i don't know it's pretty underwhelming yeah i mean i i liked it fairly well i mean not that it like broke new ground or was all that compelling but it was just like i don't know it's fine it's fine nothing in yeah. it i don't think was offensive it's a sort of a 60 on metacritic slash yeah. 79 on rotten tomatoes <laughs> sounds about right yeah it's sort of well, like yeah, it's sort of like the birds of prey of albums. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's maybe maybe there's there's something there. It's kind and of fun. Then maybe uh, maybe Battle Studies was the uh, Suicide Squad of albums. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> let's talk yeah. about the Queen of California. Oh, let's my leash. It's 
really funny to hear about a monarch stepping down. Mm-hmm. That's a funny idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this now, is now I uh, I've never like lived in California, but like they don't. It's not a it's not a monarchy, right? Um, queen, right? It depends on who you talk to. Uh, Beyonce does Beyonce live in California? Oh, I don't know. Is she the queen of California? <laughs> it's hard. To, I don't know. She probably does. Yeah. She probably lives a lot of places. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's sort of a it's sort of a California constitutional republic. Uh, the head of state is the queen, but the the head of government is the prime minister. It's it's very complicated. Uh, I've been listening to um, the Robert Evans novel after the revolution which he's reading a chapter at a time mm. three days a week on behind the bastards mm-hmm. and uh basically it's it's a it's about a um a post um it's about a post revolution second revolution america and they keep talking about the king of new of new mexico mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and they never really explain it i think that's pretty great that's awesome <laughs> yeah um explain this metaphor to me i was gonna i think because i, I think it's a metaphor you, i was gonna ask you to do that. i asked you first god damn it <sighs> beat me what does bunch. it mean um i don't think it means well the genius thinks that the queen of california is mayor himself um mm. which seems like a stretch in a lot of ways um I don't know. This is mostly just a song about how much he like is fetishizing California folk rock. That's basically like he drops not only references to Neil Young, but also to Joni Mitchell. Um, genius annotator on the, the idea that the queen of California is him is John himself. Uh, genius annotator, annotator, pub- Publius marked this as a stretch. Mm, I'd have to agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. There's an, yeah, like you said, there's a Neil Young mention. There's a Joni mention. Mm-hmm. What about this music video? Is there any imagery in here that I would recognize? Looks like there's a the stage and like a costume drag. shop. I mean, he is in the full like kind of um, country country uh, alt country crumb bum crumb bum drag yeah he's wearing like a a, a very wide rimmed fedora maybe oh yeah very very costumey hat he's yeah, wearing he's a very like, costumey very costume. jack white yes i mean a little bit of like good. johnny depp vibe going on too yeah but i think he's i think he's pulling it off i think he looks good nothing wrong with costumey and then he's playing in like a very man-made kind of like garden Mm-hmm. uh grove situation and then there's hippies dancing it's very california california um, huh. oh yeah it's a paved so, garden oh later and on in this because it's a sound later stage. on in this album there's a there's a song about a person kind of running away um and do you think like could an argument be made that if he's the queen of california this is about him sort of like taking a little hiatus from public life i guess even so. though it wasn't that long it wasn't that long and like is he really the like the monarch of california that's that's how he like presents himself as that doesn't make any sense like that's yeah i think that seems really narcissistic influential johnny (laughs) you're not that big um 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. This is mostly just about how, yeah, fetishizing California folk rock. He's like, I'm listening to it, and I want to do it, too. And also, there's some bullshit about Queens of California. Uh, okay, well, let's move on. Move on. Do you, uh, what do you want to move on to? Well, let's, let's move on to uh, our first indication that we are now in the post-Mumford area, uh, era. Oh, Oh, is that your sound sample or is that you queuing up? The Here Age of Worry. Here we go. There it is. Okay. Do you want me to play your sound sample or the general sound sample for the song? Yeah, maybe do my sound sample and then the okay. general one. Okay. Here we go. Oh my God. It's that uh, Genericana, like Mumford Sons, like Lumineers kind of shit that was hey. everywhere oh. around this time. <laughs> yes. Oh, I hate it so I hate it so much, Cameron. Yeah. I really don't like it. It had its moment. I'm yeah. surprised that more songs in this album didn't have that vibe. Yeah. They're actually a bit more antiquated. Yeah, he's trying to copy something they, else. But, yeah. Um Yeah, All it's right. that uh that sort of halftime stomp clap. Not mm-hmm. literal stomp clap, but that kind of sound. Um and then um vocalizing like just a very yeah vocalizing a, a pentatonic melody that's very simple mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah it's not inherently bad it just reminds me of things that i don't like yes exactly um let's listen to the more general sound sample and then yeah. get into the song don't be scared to like it there's no time that you must be home so sleep where darkness falls Alive in the age of work, smile in the age of work, go wild in the age of work, and say worry, why should I care? Yeah, so uh, what's this song about, Cameron? Well, John Mayer explained it, apparently, in Dublin on October 16th, Top of the morning to you. At a concert. <laughs> Uh, he said how we evolved as humans where there were where there were first external influences which we had to overcome like being prey animals we slowly overcame all these challenges and turned more and more to the inside Hmm. there were fewer and fewer wolves there were fewer and fewer things above us in the food chain now we have nowhere to hang out but inside because everything outside is handled and then we go inside and shit wolves there are wolves inside too. Now I got to make peace in here too. And that's a hard thing to do. We are not done with that yet. And that's where anxiety comes from. Oh. I want you to think about with this song that you might not need to. Absolutely from. It's a bunch of wolves and shit and all kinds of bullshit. Um, humans were never prey animals. I mean, we were preyed upon by certain creatures, but that doesn't mean we were prey animals. I think we were always pretty much at the top of whatever food chain we found ourselves in. I I think what he's trying to say is that some of our like high stakes and anxiety and like big feelings comes from when uh when more people or when it was more regular 
for people to live high stakes life or death lives Mm -hmm. (laughs) every day, you know, you might die. Um, that kind of thing when it was more ubiquitous to just, um, not live kind of meal to meal. Right. Um, yeah. So, okay, whatever. But how does that relate to any of like the stuff in the verses? (laughs) He gives so much advice. Uh, close your eyes and clone yourself, build your heart and army to defend your innocence while doing everything wrong. Don't be scared to walk alone. Don't be scared to like it. There's no time that you must be home. So sleep where darkness falls. Now, Cameron, what's, uh, what's going on there? Yeah. It's just more of that sort of like Mumford sentimentalizing, uh, vaguely inspirational, like cool pastor talk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it really is cool pastor talk. You know? oh my god yeah it's really fucking annoying by the way did you have you heard like that uh the banjo player of mumford and sons apparently is like buds with um what is his name jordan peterson oh what really the uh oh the uh, psychologist i think who um he's there's a whole behind the bastards episode about him but he's just like a an influencer in a bad one and he's like kind of alt-right and fascist and he might die for from eating only meat (laughs) (laughs) anyway apparently um apparently they're buds and then like great the mumford banjo player is like trying to talk about cancel culture or some shit oh fuck Uh, everything i'll put an article in the learning links called everything you probably don't want to know about mumford and sons jordan peterson and Andy Ngo. I don't know if that's how it's oh, pronounced. Yeah, that's the he wait, he's wrapped up in this too? He's like This, he, this he's starts like, with This starts with one of Mumford's large adult sons has apologized <laughs> for praising anti anti fascist Andy Ngo's new book, Unmasked. <laughs> oh, Look, I know you all love Mumford and Sons smooth dad airbrushed banjo rock, but they have really, really shitty taste in right wing grifter provo- provocateurs. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a great article. I'm going to actually read this. Oh, um, yeah. I will I'll too. put it in the learning links. I want to learn also. All right. <laughs> large um, adult sons. Yes. Mumford and large adult sons. Um, anything else to say about this song? It's pretty boring and not very good. Yeah, um, well, uh, I think the closest that the lyrics get to being kind of interesting or, or valuable, maybe some arguably valuable advice, uh, non-consensual advice in this song mm-hmm. would be, give your heart and change your mind. You're allowed to do it because God knows it's been done to you and somehow you got through it. I think that's just like a fun little cute quatrain. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I like the like, you know the idea of practice sort of being guileless Mm -hmm. and then learn things and change your mind. And I don't know. I think that's like a nice part of the song. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, the rest of it, I think is pretty boring. Um, And also it's talking about the age of worry and he's kind of saying, don't, you know, don't worry. You should be happy rage and act your age, (laughs) which is really patronizing and uh, be alive and smile um, and say, why should I care? And it's like, there's there's a reason it's the age of worry. Yeah. You know, like yes, I agree that it's always the age of worry, but there's all but there's always stuff to worry the about. Of, there's stuff to worry about and you should like worry about it and act accordingly. <laughs> you yeah, know? Exactly. F- find some sort of sustainable uh, amount that you can uh worry <laughs> in response to it. Mm-hmm. So 
that's what I have to say about that, and I think we should move on. That's better advice than the song has, that's for sure. All right. Uh, do you want to talk about Shadow Days or skip it? Let's talk about Shadow Days. I think this might be the closest that he gets to kind of talking about his fiasco, his mm. PR mm-hmm. <laughs> emergency. Here we go. hotel floor. times I'm a good man with a good heart. Had a tough time, got a rough start. But I finally learned to let it go. The genius. It, mm, go ahead. It's all very vague. It's very vague. Um, the genius says that it's actually about breaking up with Jennifer Aniston. Apparently, that's what okay. a source told Us Weekly. All right. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel like he's talking about romance in here. Well, well I for, guess he says, two. I'm no troublemaker and I never meant her harm. But doesn't mean I didn't make it hard to carry on. Yes. That's not the worst line. I, yeah. I, I guess he's like talking about, you know, he's, he's kind of realizing that maybe he was a, a little bit shitty. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe that, you know, maybe I was thinking that he was talking about being shitty in one way, but maybe he's talking about another way, but maybe they're kind of connected. He says, did you know that you could be wrong and swear you're right? Some people have been known to do it all their lives. (laughs) That's such a dumb way to open a song. Hey, did you know that um, you can think you're right, but you're actually wrong? Did you know that? It's a very childlike thing to say. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like, it's sort of him, like kind of gently wallowing in his like humility i think yeah that's true but then the chorus the first line is i'm a good man with a good heart and yeah. i don't know it's kind of like well how 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 good are you and like why are you want to focus on that so much when the rest of it is kind of about how you're a shithead well his shadow days are over now oh so now he's a good man with a good heart yeah Okay. Everything's this, fixed forever. There's this great moment in uh, Loki, the like Disney Plus series that came out, where I think it's in the trailer too, where like Owen Wilson's character, um, it's like, how do you, how do I know you're not going to just stab me in the back out there? And Loki's like, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't do that. I've never done that. And and he's like, you're the god of mischief. You've literally done that like. 60 times <laughs> like they have like these files on him and he and then loki just looks at him and sort of pauses and goes like well i might never do it again <laughs> 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 it's that's really a, it's really funny <laughs> that's a good line i like that yeah. i might never do it again <laughs> yeah uh okay i've done i'm done talking about the song yeah okay uh, it's more it's more like uh California country drag. He's in the high desert, he's got denim, wide rim wide rimmed fedora. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> wide rimmed. It's got a real what? brim job. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> wide rimmed. Ah uh, yes, the Now John Mayer the, himself uh, may be the wide grammar rimmed, corrector is I recommending that I that. say wide brimmed too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shit, um, wide rimmed. What a thing to say. What a thing to say. Um, speak for me or skip it? I mean, I think we should talk about speak for me. I think this is sort of the hottest take that he has in this album, ah. and I think it's pretty bad. Okay. 
Let's do it. What a drag to know. I have to learn to let it go. Show me something I can be. Play a song that I can sing. Make me feel as I am free. Someone come speak for me. What does that sound like? Isn't there like a Beatles song that ends its chorus with like a really similar melodic line? I think maybe the guitarist, who I would imagine would be John, is doing that that kind of Blackbird style um, tenths mm-hmm. movement uh, on the A and B strings. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how in tune my guitar is. Ooh boy! Uh, so it'd be like. Um, something like that, yeah. Mm. But he's doing it in the key of A instead mm-hmm. of G. But yeah, those tenths, mm-hmm. um, where you're getting one with, you know, your index finger at the low note and the high one with the pinky. And you can just go, like, uh, uh, black, uh, blackbird sing. Uh, I don't have... <laughs> <laughs> I've never played it. I haven't played this in like 15 years. <laughs> you know, like... Uh, <laughs> Ooh, this is bad. This is bad podcasting. I'm putting this away. Okay. It's turning into Good. guitar bro time. Um, <laughs> he's tricked me into it again. Gotcha. Uh, but I think that's what he's doing and maybe what you're hearing. I swear that that melody sounds really familiar, though. Maybe not the Beatles, but whatever. Yeah, Listeners, if you know what I'm talking about, if you know what's what is inside yeah, my mind, right please in. write in and let me know. <laughs> what the fuck is Nathan thinking at gmail.com? <laughs> I hope that's not taken. Uh, me too. I should get it. Yeah, good. well, you do that. Uh, okay. So this song is about how, like all the all the millennials are listening to all this shitty music and how music isn't the same as it used to be. Whoa. Uh, Wow. That's what this song is about. It's wow. now Music the cover of a Rolling anymore. Stone. Ain't the cover of a Rolling Stone. And he had just been on Rolling Stone. Yes. And the music on my radio is uh, is supposed to make me feel alone. I, it's a, he say, sings is, but it says on Genius isn't. I tried oh. to change it, but no one's mm-hmm. okay with it yet. Okay. What a drag to know. I have to learn to let it go. Um, show me something I can be. Play a song that I can sing. Make me feel as I am free. Someone come speak for me. Who's he talking and to? He's talking to just the people who are who are oh, making people. and producing music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, the the music isn't speaking to me anymore or speaking for me. He's feeling marginalized by pop music, is what he's saying. Which is yeah. poor marginalized uh, John Mayer. <laughs> he's yeah. so oppressed. Uh huh. <laughs> uh the one the guy who was just on the cover of rolling stone uh yeah. dropping the n-word <laughs> <laughs> oh and he says he says in the bridge you want to play the bridge oh yeah i'm not mad about it <laughs> but i'm not that mad about it <laughs> a little joke there i hope he means that ironically otherwise it's, uh, he's kind of corn cobbing <laughs> <laughs> do you know do you know this, this word corn cobbing? no no please it, it's I'll a reference to a, a drill tweet um oh i've heard of drill yeah drill is the king of weird twitter um 
drill is good uh and he does he also appears on like youtube and some podcasts and stuff from time to time um anyway it, you think it refers- he'd come on our show they'd come on our show I do you think it. they'd come on our show i doubt it okay. I, I would wow. i would like that to be happening but i we're probably not big enough um anyway so drill uh has this famous tweet uh i think it's it's something very similar to i'm not owned i insist or I think he repeats it. I'm not owned. I'm not owned. I insist as I slowly shrink down into a corn cob. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious and strange. Yeah. It's very. It's yeah. It's it's very strange. It's weird. Twitter. Apparently, um, I was just listening to the blank check episode about Joe Dirt, and apparently, Drill's only liked tweets are from the like twice a year that the Joe Dirt Twitter account does the quote from the film, um, tweets the quote from the film, I got the poo on me. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> that's Drill's only liked tweets if you look through their history. I think that's, that's lovely. Very funny. <laughs> that's a good bit. And subtle because like not not Yeah, you have to n- want it. to find it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um fill the space, fill the space. I gotta uh, put on headphones. Okay. I guess. I think I'm out. Um, all right, so say something entertaining. Uh, I refuse to edit. So one one person oh, show. No, uh, here I am. <laughs> this is the show within the show. It's called the Nathan Hour, and for the next hour, I'll be coming straight to your ear holes. Yeah, it's them. me. I'm getting them. Uh, yeah, and uh, what what do we got on the on the on the docket today to talk about? It's um, we're talking about headphones today and how uh, more people need more pairs of them. And they're hard. I recently got my ears pierced for the first time, and I can't really wear headphones right now because I've got my little tr- training training wheels. <laughs> they they are kind of training wheels because they're little round um, studs. Uh, I got my training wheels in, and I can't wear headphones on top of them because it would, uh, I think, aggravate the little wounds. Because you, you got to get wounds if you're going to put holes in yourself. You can't make an omelet without piercing a few eggs and jesus so, christ and therefore in summation <laughs> I, that's I that's why i have to use earbuds pretty much exclusively now but that's also true because my hair is pretty long these days anyway and it doesn't always play so well with long hair to have headphones on and that's been the nathan hour the your show within a show <laughs> tune in next week for another thrilling adventure hour of nathan next time my uh extemporizing ex- next time my bluetooth earbuds shit out Next time they poop the bed. Uh, okay, what, what the hell were we talking about? Drill. Marginalized John Mayer. Um, uh, drill. drill recently tweeted, th- girls are such white people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's very in- a very interesting thing to say. <laughs> um, uh, wow. That seems super problematic, but I'm not sure why. <laughs> exactly. But also very ironic. <laughs> yeah. Wow, great. What a great account. Okay, uh, so um, I will say, I think the guitars, the guitar arranging and mixing and recording, uh, I think they sound great. I think it's mm-hmm. this is a pretty song. Yeah, it's so, it's a pretty song. It's yeah. not pretty ideationally. Yeah, I'm not mad about it, but I'm not mad about it. Okay, so wait, we were. I was going to talk about, is that is that ironic when he says that? Is he trying to be irony? Uh, I think what he's trying to say is he's not upset that music doesn't speak for him, but he's also not a fan. Okay. But the whole, and, and the whole song is about how he's mad about it. Yeah, I know. 
I don't think he's being ironic in that sense. I think he just wanted to make that little linguistic joke. Uh, what what and joke? Boy, was it worth it. What linguistic that, joke? That when you say, I'm not mad about it, that can mean two different things. Oh, I see. Well, that's, I feel like it mostly, I don't know. That, this, that second one mostly works for a British person. Pip, pip, cheerio. I'm not that mad about it. Spot of tea. Biscuits. <laughs> put the Poor put blimey. the torch in the in the boot of your lorry and get on the ring road. Gotta go to the loo. <laughs> uh, let's. Uh, okay, now here, here's something. Uh-huh. He he does the bookend lyrics where you start a song with the same lyrics that you end the song with, or the other way around. And um, I I usually don't like this mm-hmm. uh, because it feels. I don't know. It's too early to do callback. Most songs are like three minutes. <laughs> and it just feels so mm-hmm. um, structural as opposed to organic. Right. And it's not only that, but it's it feels very uh, narcissistic when you're talking about yourself being on the cover of the Rolling Stone and you're complaining about it also. Yeah. This means nothing to me. <laughs> he just says, now the cover of a Rolling Stone ain't the cover of a Rolling Stone. Which... <sighs> I don't, I don't know how I'm supposed to take that. And is that is that does that mean like even Rolling Stone's not Rolling Stone anymore? I I'm, think that's what it means. Yeah, I'm old enough to remember when people still complain about MTV not playing music videos. <laughs> uh, okay. I think we could skip something like Olivia. It's oh. just about how he's thirsty for Olivia Wilde. Oh, it's it's specifically about Olivia. Yeah. Oh, I want to talk about how creepy it is though. <laughs> All right, but okay. Well, <laughs> it's really bad. Okay, so oh, I only have fifteen minutes, and then I gotta, and then I gotta go. Okay. Well, what 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 is important for us to talk about? I don't want to talk about if I ever get around to living. We we could talk about love as a verb, although it's mostly pretty boring. Yeah. Um, uh, I think Walt Grace's submarine test, January nineteen sixty seven, is a decent song. Yeah, we maybe need to talk kind about of that. the most interesting. Yeah, and. Uh, and there's Definitely a musical and moment raised. that I could talk about in Born and Raised. Yeah. That's the titular song. All right. Let's skip something like Olivia. Just know that it's extremely thirsty and creepy and all about how he's just like thirsting on this woman that he just completely objectifies and talks about how this other man owns her, essentially. But if, if that other man didn't own her, John Mayer would like to own her. That's basically what the song is. So let's skip it. Yep. Uh, let's go to Born and Raised. To check my face. It's slightly harder than last year That all it was it gets Hard to take it gets Hard to fake what I won't be Yeah, um, this isn't that interesting of a song john mayer thinks it is but it's really not that interesting of a song he named the album after it and there's not only this version of it but there's also a reprise that ends the album he really really wants us to uh be into it and i'm not that into it yeah i feel pretty pretty similar um the only thing that i liked about this song was there's this kind of interesting subdivision of of eight beats so it's Mm. a square amount of beats but it's divided in an interesting way accent wise Mm -hmm. um so you can especially hear this it feels um 
pretty funky or not funky. It feels strange mm-hmm. and, and engaging uh, before the drums come in. And mm-hmm. then you don't really hear it anymore. But there's a moment in the beginning of the song where there's no drums and you just hear the guitar accents. It's going one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think it's kind of cool. Mm. Well, you don't play that sound sample? Twangy, twangy, twang. Yeah, it's sort of like uh, you can't notice it as much when the when the drums come in. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, just a little little thing there. That's you know, John. It's John gets so smooth sometimes, and anything that's like a little jagged or a little, um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, anything that makes me think that he's a freak like me mm, mm-hmm. and would go down on you in a theater. <laughs> that seems like, like the kind of thing John Mayer would not do. Oh, yeah. You think John Mayer eats pussy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've been leading to this. I think this he is does. the important question. I think he does. I think he had to learn how to do it uh, later in life than uh, is ideal. And it took him a while to get good at it. That's sort of my my feel. <laughs> no, I bet I don't know. My my impression is that <laughs> is that he's probably pretty good at that type of thing, and not good with the like kind of follow up interpersonal things. Ah, I'm sure he can like really show up in you know within the span of an hour, and then ah. and then after that, it's just like no, he runs <laughs> it's, hot it's all bad, okay. and then it gets real dark. Yeah. Okay. I could buy that's that. That's my impression. And then he starts correcting your grammar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Um yeah, this song is about uh growing up, uh getting older, but also still feeling like you haven't really gotten to the age where you can desc- or the the stage where you can describe yourself as born and raised. Um and he's sad and he's lonely. Uh and he's confronting the fact that he's failing all of his dreams. Uh, even though he's become a phenomenally successful pop artist and made a lot of money. Oh, so relatable. Yeah. He's a man of the people. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it just gets hard to take, you know? And, I mean, yeah. I don't say that to minute. I mean, like, even people who appear successful have problems, of course. Um, sure. Uh, but, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> should, 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 we, uh, should we move on to yes. Walt Grace's Submarine yeah, Test, January 1967? Song. Let's move on. Yes. And his wife told his kids he was crazy And his friends said he'd fail if he tried But with a will to work hard And a library card He took a homemade fan blade One man submarine ride Yep. Is this person real? I it doesn't seem like it. Yeah. I mean So it's not like uh that like Taylor Swift song about that woman whose house she bought. Mm, right, right, right. No, I don't think it is it is real in that sense. Um Okay. Yeah, just 
based on a, a cursory uh, internet search and based on what it says in the genius. Uh, it is a character he invented named Walt Grace, who um, he he didn't like the world, and so he dreamed of um, John Mayer puts it as burying himself alive. Um, because when you're done with this world, you know the next is up to you. And for once in his life, it was quiet as he learned how to turn in the tide. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's not the, where it begins. Um, there's some good imagery yeah. in the first verse. Inside his basement, tongue on the side of his face meant he's working away on displacement and what it would take to survive. That's a little bit, like, too cutesy clever, but the like t- hey, whatever the, the tongue on the side of the face is, like, a good image, I think. It's like He's just, like, sticking his tongue out because he's concentrating so hard. I can relate to that. Yeah. Um, his wife told his kids he was crazy, and his friends say he'd fail if he'd try. Um, it's it's it's, it's sort of a like Noah's a- Ark story, but instead of uh, avoiding a natural disaster, it's about um, leaving your family because <laughs> you hate them. Yeah. Yes, because they suck. <laughs> leaving your goddamn kids. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, it's kind of a Shel Silverstein poem, really. What this this song is. Yeah, that's a great way to sum it up. Yeah. Um, so like it, it has that kind of sing songy quality that morning, the sea was mad and I mean it that it's a really weird way to insert yourself in the song to be like, and I mean it waves as big as he'd seen it deep in his dreams at home from dry land. He rolled it over to wet sand, closed the hatch up with one hand and pedaled off alone. So it's, it's it has, pedal powered. It's pedal powered and it has like a fan blade on it. Uh, <laughs> is, is that, <laughs> is that how Doesn't submarines work? Very reliable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it has a very Shel Silverstein twist ending. Uh, one evening, when weeks had passed since he's leaving, the call she planned on receiving finally made it home. I think we're meant to ex- uh, think that this is his wife, and she's been waiting for the news of his death or whatever. Yeah. However, she accepted the news she never expected. The operator connected the call from Tokyo. What? what? Oh, man. Uh, Walt Grace went to uh, the new land that he was dreaming of, the the shining utopia of nonconformity, Tokyo, Japan. <laughs> yeah, but th- it doesn't actually say that. Like, um, he starts his journey in Osaka. Oh, <laughs> so it's like you know, it's like still impressive, but it's, it's still not, impressive. Yeah, know. I mean, those yeah. are some rough seas, but it's not that yeah. far. <laughs> yeah <laughs> walt grace is a traditional japanese name yeah <laughs> walt grace son yeah <laughs> uh, um i i think that there's something here about john mayer like wanting to um escape the mess that he's made for himself mm-hmm. and uh escape um you know observation and mm-hmm. <laughs> criticism and mm-hmm. you know i think there's something here that's like i don't know he kind of celebratory but it's he's kind of an anti-hero you know mm-hmm. and uh yeah i th- i don't know i think this is the most clever that um he gets about talking about the unflattering parts of himself i agree and i also like that he's trying this kind of songwriting yeah um, like storytelling i'd love driven. to hear more yeah, uh, less up his own ass, um, less narcissistic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even just like inventing a character is kind of a fun conceit for a song. Yeah, I imagine I mean. that um, Shel Silverstein was was or is. I don't know if he's still alive. But I think he's dead. I, I imagine that he 
was a, I don't know, like kind of a chaotic figure based on like the poems that he wrote and the mm-hmm. songs and the books. And like, mm-hmm. he seems like, 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 a I don't know, a lot <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah. and maybe not all of it's good, but I, I think that there's, there's a way to express yourself, the chaos in you that feels creative and meaningful as opposed to just like wallowing and like self-conscious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, yeah, this song is kind of the closest that, that John Mayer gets to doing that. Yeah. To like, to, to try to channel that, um, nonconformity into, yeah. uh, like a dream of achieving something that is not necessarily useful, but still impressive. Um, yeah. and kind of a coup, uh, in that sense. Yeah. All right. Well, I got, uh, we're about to start, you know, getting into my wiggle room. <laughs> so I think, Cameron's I think that has to be the last one. Cameron's got to wiggle. He's got to wiggle those giggles out y'all. All right. Well, <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. This has been Think Outside the Box Set. We will be back next week with his next album. Is it The Search for Everything? No, it's Paradise Valley. It comes out the next year, uh, 2013. Um, until that time, you can visit us online at boxset.website. Email us at email at boxset.website. Tweet us at Topias Podcast. Uh, if you want to support us, you can do it in a couple different ways. You can go on iTunes, uh, jam those stars, type those review words. Uh, if you want to support us even more directly, you can go to our Patreon and support.boxset.website and kick us a few bucks. You'll get access to all of our bonus materials, including our weekly mini show, which we already mentioned. Uh, and thanks again, Emma D, for becoming a supporter. Um, you should also listen to Cameron's other podcast, which is called Get Up in the Cool. And oh, I wish you would. Yes. Back to all in-person episodes. Just had a lovely trip to Massachusetts to get a bunch of old-time weirdos <laughs> up there. And uh, yeah. Can't wait for everyone to hear it. Awesome. That rules. All right. Well, um and uh, until that until next week, um um fuck. Fuck. <laughs> uh I've been Nathan Hunt and uh I Let's hear it. Let's hear a good comeback. Osaka to Tokyo. That's not fun. Aw. I'm Cameron DeWitt and I am wide rimmed. Oh you win. <laughs> now that's close. Fuck! God damn it. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> I'm still getting that's used to this b- new that's computer. Behind the paywall content. God damn it. Well How that's a sneak you? peek <laughs> for everyone. Alright. Bye. <laughs>